Chapter thirty two of the Mesmerist Victim by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Man and God. Nothing had meanwhile changed in the other part of the house, but the old wizard had seen Balsamo enter his study and carry away the remains of Lorenza, which had recalled him to life. Shrieks of fire from the old man reached Balsamo and rid of his dread visitors he had carried lorenza back to the sofa where only two hours previously she had been reposing before the old sage broke in suddenly he appeared to altatus's eyes at last said the latter drunk with joy i knew you would have fear see how i can revenge myself it was well you came for i was going to set fire to the place his pupil looked at him contemptuously without deigning a word i am thirsty give me some water out of that bottle he said wildly his features were breaking up fast no steady fire was in his eyes only frightful gleams sinister and infernal under his skin was no more blood his long arms in which he had carried lorenza as though she were a child now dangled like cuttlefish's suckers in anger had been consumed the strength momentarily restored him by desperation you won't give me a drink you want to kill me with thirst you covet my books and manuscripts and lore my treasures ah, you think you will enjoy them wait a bit wait wait making a supreme effort he drew from under the cushion on which he was huddled up a bottle which he uncorked at the contact of air a flame spouted up from the glass and altatus like a magic creature shook this flame around him instantly the writings piled up around the old man the scattered books the rolls of papyrus extracted with so many hardships from the pyramids of egypt and the libraries of herculaneum caught fire with the quickness of gunpowder the marble flower was turned into a sheet of fire and seemed to balsamo one of those fiery rings described by dante no doubt the old man thought that his disciple would rush among the flames to save him but he was wrong he merely drew himself away calmly out of the scope of the fire it enveloped the incendiary himself but instead of frightening him it seemed as if he were in his element the flame caressed him as if he were a salamander instead of scorching him though as he sat it devoured the lower part of his frame he did not seem to feel it on the contrary the contact appeared salutary for the dying one's muscles relaxed and a new serenity covered his features like a mask isolated at this ultimate hour the spirit forgot the matter and the old prophet on his fiery car seemed about to ascend to heaven calm and resigned analyzing his sensations listening to his own pangs as the last voices of earth the old magus let his farewell suddenly escape to life hope and power i die with no regret he said i have enjoyed all earthly boons i have known everything 
i have held all given to the creature to possess and i am going into immortality balsamo sent forth a gloomy laugh which attracted the old man's attention altatus darted on him a look through the veiling flames which was impressed with ferocious majesty yea you are right i had not foreseen one thing god as if this mighty word had snatched the soul out of him he dwindled up in the chair his last breath had gone up to the giver whom he had thought to deprive of it balsamo heaved a sigh and without trying to save a thing from the pyre of this modern zoroaster dying he went down to lorenza having set the trap so that it closed in all the fire as in an immense kiln all through the night the volcano blazed over balsamo with the roaring of a whirlwind but he neither sought to extinguish it or to flee after having burnt up all that was combustible and left the study bare to the sky the fire went out and balsamo heard its last roar die away like altatus's in a sigh end of chapter thirty two recording by john van stan savannah georgia